Hey, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy McLaughlin. And you're listening. You're listening to. You are listening to the Drum Report. To the GoPro Drum Report. To GoPro Drum Report on Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. Welcome to a Verbmoto broadcast. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, letting you guys know that not only World Mini, which is an awesome amateur motocross race on the West Coast, it's, it came back last year, it's coming back again this year, that's April 4th through 7th, I know you guys want to be there, I'll be there with the rest of the Verb crew, as well as, uh, have you heard of the Fundurance race known as the Gypsy 500? That's right, Jason McAlpine from Gypsy Tales will be in tow, absolutely ruining ourselves for eight straight hours, plus I think it's about 20 minutes because it's a 500 minute long race. Uh, I'll be in with uh, the, the Verb team. Uh, Wes plans on doing one lap, which I, means I'm going to have to pick up a lot of slack for, uh, as well as Troy Dog. He's going to have to put in a lot of uh, laps as well for the Gypsy 500. Registration for both those races, Gypsy 500 and World Mini, is now open and they're both at the same track. Uh, that's none other than Mesquite Raceway, so that's the Gypsy 500 March 9th, and then you have April 4th and 4th through 7th for World Mini. Like I said, I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. Very, very happy to bring this guy onto the podcast. It's been a long time coming, and this is a Grom Report brought to you by GoPro and the GoPro Grom Quest. None other than the 75 machine, or sometimes the 751 machine, or sometimes the 175 machine of Evan Ferry. Evan, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. How are we, how are we doing? Not doing too bad, man. Uh, have you changed your address lately? Uh, I have actually, uh, moved, moved a little over a year ago, um, up here in, uh, Sonoya, Georgia. Sonoya, Georgia. Yeah. Cause the last time I saw you was at L- Loretta Lynn's and if I'm not mistaken, you were living on struggle street in that particular week, man. I, I have this feeling for you. Uh, it was like, Let's just, I'll be honest, it was, it was a little bit tough to watch. Uh, you seemed out of your element. The week just did not go your way. Uh, but it seems like there's been some winds of change lately. Um, we're going to get into it. Uh, you are now uh, one of the marquee riders over at Triumph. Uh, the videos have been sick. The bike looks sick. There's some uh, some interesting people on the internet calling it a KTM. I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, but I think that that's what we're here to do. We're trying to like, talk about, this is the Grom Report, so I, I wanted to have you on because this is the last time that you're officially going to be a Grom. Uh, you're about to be a full-fledged pro in about, oh, I don't know, seven or eight weeks from now. Uh, but yeah, let's Let's crack it open. Let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, Loretta's didn't go didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. But Dude, um, I was feeling just, for you. Yeah, obviously, you know, switching switching between so many bikes, and I mean, we, we talked about it. I went through seven or eight different bar bins just in the last year, year and Yuck. a half alone, just switching bikes, going from Yamaha, KTM, uh, going back to the Gas Gas, and then obviously the triumph bike riding the stock triumph bike then riding the race one like just going back and forth all the time just never really felt settled on anything that i was on but um had hadn't raced in a long time and um i was actually supposed to be on the outer banks um show the netflix show that week at loretta's but the strike happened obviously there's oh, the rider really? strike okay. so yep. yeah my dad actually talked about that on the pulp show okay uh, i think a little bit earlier this week for the first time so yeah, obviously didn't get to do that. That was a bummer. But um, we decided we're like last minute. You know, I was feeling really good at the practice track, and then we're like, yeah, you know, let's let's go. And we, uh, you know, you, you do the whole like 
bike rebuild, that whole deal before you go to the track. And uh, we went we went there, and I, I can't remember now, honestly, if the, the forks were broken or it didn't have the right stuff in it. So, something was up the first, you know, two, three motos. I'm like, man, what is going on here? And uh, I could do, like, three laps, and my arms were so pumped up I could hardly even ride. So, you know, I'd obviously I, I get a pretty good hole shot, and I just couldn't 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 hang up there obviously couldn't hold on so um we finally fixed it um got got everything situated and then obviously had that unfortunate moto where i got up front kind of fell over got passed by a couple dudes passed a couple dudes back and then uh unfortunately dislocated my jaw so uh after that that was that was a little rough thought thought i had broken it we we, we still question whether I did or not. Um, we got x-rays and it's just kind of a gray area up there in the yeah. side of your face where your jaw kind of connects. So it kind of looked like it was broken. So we just, we took a little bit of time off, got back on the bike and, uh, yeah, I haven't obviously done any racing since then, but, um, a whole, whole lot of laps, uh, obviously been riding with Jalik and then, uh, we rode with, you know, some of the MTF guys and Jeremy Martin and Phil Nicoletti and, uh, obviously Max Anstey was, Max Ancy and Dean Wilson and some of those guys, they, they came up and riding and everything. So I uh, feel, feel like we're getting there. Um, definitely got just a little bit of ways to go. A L- little bit of more, I'm good when the track's fresh, you know, the speed, the speed's there. It's when it kind of gets broken down a little bit, just trying to keep that speed the whole time. Uh, but yeah, besides that, getting a lot better at that side of everything. And uh, yeah, everything's really been going, going pretty good here the past couple of months. There you go, man. Yeah. When I think of your last, I'm going to say two years to 18 months, three words come to mind. Instability, patience, and adversity. You have faced a lot of all three of those. Uh, like you said, I think we saw you at one of the uh, Supercross Futures on a Yamaha. Then you're racing Loretta's on a Gas Gas. Last time I checked, that's an aluminum frame. Uh, reverse engine to a, uh, like, regularly oriented uh, Cromali frame, and then, of course, getting used to uh, the Triumph, which is a bike that's, let's be honest, it's in development. It's it, like I'm sure that thing takes leaps and bounds uh, month over month. Uh, it's a better bike than it was a month ago. It'll be a better bike a month from now. Um, and, and you, you've had to adjust to all of that on top of, uh, I'm sure like uh, the internet is a, is, it can be an amazing place. It can be a terrible place. And I've, I'm sure you've seen both sides of that over the last 18 to, uh, months to two years. Um, and I think that if anything, what you can take away from that Ev, is, is the, the, the mental strength and just the, uh, the fortitude to, to know that you've kind of, you've gone through that and, uh, you can take that in your pocket, uh, work with it in the future and know that, uh, Hey, if you can get through the last two years man i think you can face just about anything yeah i mean honestly it's it's uh as much as it's obviously kind of sucked it's kind of been good in my opinion uh okay. mentally i feel like i've i've matured i'm maybe a little bit stronger on the mental side now i mean obviously the internet the internet was like where where is he at what's where he are doing? you and then obviously obviously i'm riding by myself and hiding for so long that you know the the speed, the speed and everything was fine, but it was more of just like the intensity and just like the, the racing and everything. Like you, you kind of, I kind of lost it. I felt like there for a minute, but kind of going back to, let, let's go back to the first, you know, futures round. Uh, I had rode four days. I had, I had two surgeries, um, last year. Yeah. I, didn't uh, and even I was off that. for about five. Yeah. So we were off, we were off for about five ish months, had one surgery and then, ended up that ended up not healing right so we ended up having to go in for another one and um so i was off for about five five ish months and it was one of those injuries where 
I couldn't do anything. It was, it actually had nothing to do with motocross and uh, it it happened to be with like a wound. Um, So uh, I couldn't sweat, couldn't work out, couldn't cycle. So I lost everything, like all the fitness, all of the base, like all the strength, like my muscles atrophied, like it was pretty rough. And I rode, uh, I rode for maybe a week, week or two on my dad's 450. And then we rode like three days of supercross. And then we we were like, talking to Bobby and Scoop and everybody They're like, Hey, just go get your points. Let's go get the points and get out of there. I don't, we don't care what you do, all of that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, we went there and just ended up having a little, I, I wouldn't even call it a bike malfunction. I would just call it a blip. It had a, had a, had a bog, like a cutout. And I went to actually roll a jump, which, which is weird. I went to roll a jump and I went to hit the gas and the bike just boom and it just shut off. So I ended up crashing and knocking myself out. So that obviously set me back even farther than I already was before. Uh, and then, unfortunately, no joke, two weeks after that, I obviously I took a week off and got my head back where it needed to be. And then I went into the, I went into the whoops and I hit one, skipped one, and then just I, I think just not being my normal self, self and being as strong as I am, say, now, I just – couldn't really quite hold on to it and it was no joke second lap and uh crashing i actually landed on my feet but i landed on my feet and i was going so fast that it like it kind of flipped me weird and i just ended up whacking my head again so after that um decided all right let's 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 take a step back here for a second you know get get the head back where it needs to be obviously it was it was going mentally pretty rough at that point around you know the february march era era um, and then got back on the bike, you know, just started, started getting in laps and put a lot of laps. Like I would say my base endurance has come up a lot since then. Um, just doing a lot of laps over the summer. You know, we did, we did a lot of weeks of like three thirty-five minute motos and did, did them three days in a row, kind of doing some good block training, get, getting my base back up where it needs to be. And, um, yeah, I feel better, better than probably ever right now. Um, and then obviously we can talk about the, the the social media side of everything. I kind of I kind of just went ghost. I mean, yeah. I couldn't post where I lived. I couldn't post where I was at. Couldn't post where I was riding or training. I had a couple times where I had a couple videos where like you couldn't really tell where I was riding. But as soon as and I, Bobby was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, you can post it, whatever. And I post it, and then like the first comments like, oh man, sick track, or like. Oh, dude, I missed that jump. Like people that used to ride, obviously at um, Moto X. So yeah, like, anyone who's yeah. like that looks like Walker's place. I remember. I can. I like. I've seen that in the back of uh, the background of one of his videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a lot of that, and then kind of, kind of just had to go ghost there for a while. And uh, obviously, it was tough at first, but then it it was kind of nice. It was kind of a nice little break. Kind of got me more motivated. I would say for the social media side than I already was before. So I always was pretty act- active on the social media side of everything. So yeah, you were one of my I, favorite follows and all of a sudden you're just like off. Like I, I assumed injuries, but also um, the, it was honestly that one of the worst kept secrets in the world that you were sort of like switching brands and had to do secret about it. Cause you went from what being one of the most active follows with the uh, like having fun on the dirt bike. Honestly, you, you, you made being an amateur uh, motocross superstar look like a pretty fun gig to have. And all of a sudden it was, uh, it was radio silence. So uh, uh, we figured either the, the absolute worst or, uh, or switching brands. 
yeah, and then I mean, everybody everybody also likes to think, you know, may, hey, maybe I'm wrong, but it, it's kind of the the trend that I see. Like, oh man, he doesn't put in the work. You know, he just goes out and throws whips and like has fun and does all that. But but for me, it's like, no offense, I don't really want to watch you work out in the gym, or I don't I don't really want to watch you like just burning laps. Like like that's yeah. just not really fun for me to watch. So like for me, like I want to have like something really cool, something that I watched and I'm like, holy crap, that was really cool. Like even stuff of me and like, so everything that I post, you know, I'll, I'll do all my motos, whatever, say during the day. And then at the end of the day, my dad goes out there with the, with the iPhone or maybe one of my buddies and we go, we go rip up what we call the Insta banger. So all of that stuff is 99% of the time done, like after the work's over. Right. Uh, which I, I think it's funny. I honestly, at this point, I think this is the part we were talking about, the mental strength, just being able to kind of look at those comments and just kind of laugh at them and be like, oh, my gosh, like, is this guy actually serious? Like, that that kind of deal. So, uh, yeah, that that side of everything, uh, just just trying to, trying to put out content that's different. I mean, obviously, you watch all these guys and they post all these things, like them in the gym or them, you know, working on something or just them riding, and it's like, it's cool, but it's something we see every day. It's like, all right, let's see how big we can throw a whip off of this jump, which, I mean, hey, maybe isn't the smartest thing all the time, but um, stuff like that, like, th- that's what the people want to see. The audience wants to see. For sure. The, the, the they want cool, to make you guys, cool, they, we, like, guys like me want, want you guys to make it look easy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, it's so true, dude. And honestly, like, I, I, I unfortunately spend too much time reading some comments. Uh, I've recently seen, uh, a ton of people, um, like, who apparently have medical degrees, uh, who are already, like, steadfast that, uh, Eli Tomac is just bound to, to rupture his Achilles again. Like, that's just a far gone conclusion. Um, and coming from someone who's, like, I've got a, a background in medical science. I graduated with a, uh, like graduated from classes in physiology and anatomy, knowing full well that, yeah, like, uh, if you rupture an Achilles, is it more likely to happen again? Of course, but that's with any injury. That's with my dislocated yeah. shoulder or a torn knee or anything like quite like that. My doctor once told me, your shoulder will never be as good as it was before you first popped it out for the very first time, and that's just the way it is, baby. Um, but, yeah, like, there's there's that's been athletes a, that's that... That's interesting. Yeah. That, that's an interesting topic uh, about the whole like Achilles thing and how the doctors say, you know, you, you'll never, you always hear it. Oh, you'll never be able to ride again or you'll never be able to do this. But we're honestly just kind of a different breed of like human in my 100%. opinion. You know, like Eli Tomac is not the average person. Like he's one of the strongest people that's probably ever rode a dirt bike in the world, like ever in any period of time, like probably one of the most fit guys there is. So you saying that like his Achilles is just going to rupture quick. I mean, I, I, I have to like kind of a disagree with that one because Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's what they say built different, like, and he's putting a lot of time and I know he's putting a lot of effort in the obviously healing it and making sure that it's healing right too. So I, I I have to disagree with anybody that says that, that that, that's going to, that, that it's going to hinder him also in his speed too. I mean, it's not, it's not like he crashed or did anything wrong when he, when he ruptured it in the first place. So I, I think that mental side of everything, you know, usually when you, 
when you crash or you have a big one, you know, obviously some people, you know, tone it down or they, they get a little cautious. I don't, I don't see him being cautious. I see, I see all of this time kind of, kind of almost similar to like how I'm feeling a little bit is like all this time of sitting there, not doing anything and not racing and not obviously riding and training, but not being out there and like just watching it. I mean, it eats you up inside, you know, it gives you a lot of motivation. So I'm uh, yeah. excited to see how he does totally agree man uh riding like the way you guys do is uh is is um taxing on the achilles tendon let's be honest you my me and my buddies yeah. i ride on the arches of my feet uh i shouldn't but i do that's just the way it is i've been doing it for 20 years i don't see it changing anytime soon you guys ride on the balls of your feet if you walk around on the balls of your feet you're literally putting tension on your achilles tendon full time every single step you make um and yeah. in order for him to get to where he's at right now he would have had to put his achilles tendon and through every single test you could possibly put it through, uh, and if he's gotten to where he's at right now, my, and like it, he's 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 been finding out, and if like for it for it to rupture, like that could happen to anybody. Um, but yeah, and, and like also like what most people don't really like the the um, what I find funny about the commenters is that like they're not take they're not seeing it from like they're looking at it from like a lay person, no different than that a doctor is saying uh like you may never ride again from a doctor's point of view um uh, a fan is saying like oh you're going to get hurt again from uh your average joe's point of view because those guys get hurt and then they get hurt again because uh, more often than not it's because they're not as flexible as they once were or they don't do the stretching like uh, the, the, the extracurricular stuff that you guys do to prepare yourselves to be on the dirt bike and flexible and, uh, and, and just malleable so that when you hit the ground, you bend, you don't break like that. Those are things that a lot of people don't see, uh, at all. And they're not aware of, um, just like the flexibility and the strength, all that stuff that goes into it, not just riding the dirt bike. Uh, that's why you guys are as special as you truly are. It's, it's the riding time, it's the technique, it's the fitness, but it's also preparing the body. And I think that's something that does not get talked about nearly enough. Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Like you even go back to like the Aaron Rodgers thing. I don't, I don't honestly watch a lot of football or really any other sport than motocross. I mean, motorsport, motocross is really my life. So it's the only thing I really watch all the way from the stuff I watch on Instagram all the way to what I watch it at night you know i don't i don't turn on the tv and watch football you know we turn on the tv and we watch dirt bikes so um but i've watched a little bit like i saw the whole aaron Rodgers thing and then obviously he was back so fast like i like no joke i don't i think it had to have been what a couple months or maybe a month and like i saw him back running again i'm like that is wild but like it's kind of back to that fact where like these guys these guys just aren't built the way the normal person is built like I don't, I don't, maybe I'm wrong with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, but like, mm-hmm. no, I think you're spot they, on what they, what they do to get the, the Achilles back going or they, or how they strengthen that part of their body, like to make sure that doesn't happen again. Like, I mean, they're, they're just built different. Yeah. And they make the recovery only, a full-time job. Put it. Like, yeah, they, they make recovering from injury a full-time job with extremely smart people around them doing the exact same thing, uh, helping them yeah, get they, there. Yeah, they so. go to the best, the best, the absolute best doctor that you can go to. I mean, I'm pretty sure that my mom talked about it. I'm pretty sure the, actually, honestly, I think it was this week, if not last week, that as soon as, as soon as he did it, he went to the best doctor that you could go to for it. Exactly. Kind of deal. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers did the same thing or not. I mean, 
if I had to guess, he's Aaron Rodgers. He probably went to one of the best surgeons you could go to. So. Yeah, yeah, I know they've they've probably met the same guy. Um, so uh, for you getting ready for this upcoming season, uh, there's obviously like there's lots of speculation as to how you'll approach it, whether or not uh, you'll you'll ride some futures, whether or not you'll just go straight out to to East Coast Supercross. Um, like, how was that decision sort of came to, uh, and and what sort of sort of tutelage have you been under? With obviously uh, your dad is a uh, an icon in the sport. Um, multi-time champion between uh, 125 Supercross, East Coast, 1997, no big deal, as well as uh, some uh, winning the uh, Motocross Dis Nations uh, and some outdoors on the 450 yeah. side of things. Um, can't think of some uh, of a better sort of mentor rolling into a pro career, uh, but sort of how have you been sort of uh, helped along with making some of those decisions, uh, making some of your own decisions, and uh, basically preparing yourself for uh, yeah full, a full-fledged professional career? Uh, yeah, I feel like me, Scuba, Bobby, and my dad have all kind of like really Scuba. been on the same page. Yeah, uh, me too. So, uh, obviously, but, um, we've all like somewhat been on the same page. So I haven't really, I haven't made the, had to make like a huge decision or, Hey, no, I don't want to do that kind of deal. So, um, obviously before I came here, it, the, the plan was to do futures last, the year that just happened, obviously 2023 and then, um, go and race um 2024 east coast or west coast we hadn't really decided then we just wanted to see you know how ready we are coming into it and obviously we're doing uh me and Jalik will be doing east coast so that's really honestly been the plan it's, it's been the plan for over a year now it's been the plan ever since basically iron man of 2022 so yeah, that's awesome. So, so you guys are, are, are ripped and ready to go. Uh, and Jalik is someone you've, like, I think camaraderie on a team is a really important thing. Uh, the beta guys have that between Colt and Benny, and, and you guys have that between you and Jalik. He's someone who you've almost pretty much grown up with. I, 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 I venture to guess that, uh, you, you've known Jalik the better part of your entire life. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously I've been, uh, I've been the little, I wouldn't say the little kid to him, but, um, obviously when he, when he came in and started training and living with us, you know, I think he was 14, maybe I could be wrong. And then I was obviously like 12, 11, 12, that around that age. Um, and obviously he was with us for quite a while. I think it was like three or four years. So, so maybe if not a little bit longer than that, uh, could be wrong there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool to kind of be back, back with him. And, um, obviously we don't, we, I would say we, we are probably more act more like brothers than even me and my little brother do. Like me and my little brother get along pretty well where me and Julie, you know, kind of butt heads and, you know, he talks crap. I talk crap. Like I would say it's more, more of like that tough, like maybe brother kind of deal. Like, like okay. that, that kind of side of everything. It's not, we're not, we're not like super nice to each other. So, um, but I mean, we get, we, we get, a, we get along for the most part. So, Fair enough. um, and then, yeah, just obviously pushing, pushing the envelope every day. I mean, he obviously he's always been a really good guy in practice and obviously the race too, but really good in practice. And, you know, he's, he's fast. He's won races. And, um, for me to be, be where I'm, where I'm at stacking up with everybody right now, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, obviously we got a little bit of ways to go, but, you know, being able to kind of ga- gauge off of him a little bit and, See, see what he does on the track a little bit different and try to learn from some of the things he does. And then obviously not some of the things he does. I mean, there, there's all things that we all do 
great and some things we don't. So just trying to try to take the the good bits and pieces from everything we do from on a day to day basis. No, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Sounds like a friendly competition that uh, stems from genuine insecurity, uh, which is hey, like uh, that, if that brings out the best of the both of you, that's uh, that's all for the better. What do you think about the bike? Um, like it's like I said earlier, it's something that's developing. It's going to continue to develop. Um, like. How, how much of a feather in your cap is the fact that um, you've got a bike that really still needs to be molded and for the most part will likely be molded to your strengths? Honestly, I think I think everybody's going to be really surprised with how far along the bike really is at this point now. Uh, obviously, I, I, I rode the bike probably almost 16 months ago. So uh, I've been, I think it was 15 or 16 months. So I've been obviously a, uh, I wouldn't say a huge part, but I've been I've, I've been a pretty big part in like the development stage and everything of the whole bike um, in general, all the way from chassis to motor stuff and suspension and all of that. But for me, I, I feel like the bike is really good for. I mean, obviously it's good for a taller person too, but the bike actually fits me better, I think, than anything that I've rode. And what I mean by that is like. Um, on Yamaha, I, you know, we, we would run like a cut subframe or taller pegs. Like we're running like normal size, normal height pegs and no cut subframe. And I honestly don't have really an issue with it at all. So, uh, I, I would say that the bike's a lot farther along than I think everybody thinks. Um, it's, you know, obviously riding with the other guys that are, you know, the top guys and we're and the bike, the bike to me feels just as fast if not faster so um it's it's in a, it's in a really good spot and you know we're just going to keep getting better we made some big strides the past honestly the past like three or four riding days that we've rode we've uh we've made some some pretty good headway and uh we got we got a couple little more things that we're going to try but you know we're 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 obviously probably going to run into some stuff when we get to the races you know di- obviously different tracks you know detroit you know one year, one year there, it's going to be really hard packed. And then, you know, maybe the next year it's going to be uh, really soft and rutted. You kind of don't really know what you're going to get when you go there. So just, um, we got a really good group around us though. So we'll, it, it, we'll really get around anything that's kind of thrown at us. So we'll, uh, we'll just have to see once we get to the race. I feel like we're in a really good spot right now, but you know, we could get to the race and we could be pretty far off, but realistically with, you know, the guys that we've rode with already and, kind of gauged ourselves off of i i feel like we're we're in a really good spot certainly so uh you're of course uh the son of a, of a former factory racer um that's uh the short list of kids that have been able to be successful doing that does uh, does that add pressure does that add confidence and um yeah and and, and how, how like it, this is a long time coming that you're, you're going to make your professional debut um like what are your thoughts on that in general I feel like it, um, I, I don't know if it's the right word or not, but it gives me like a feeling of like security a little bit. Like, you gotta hey, win, yeah, man. Am, I, am I doing it? Yeah. Am I doing this right? Like what, what do we need to do to be better? Like, I don't, I don't have the normal dad where they're like, I don't know. Why don't you go ask your team manager? Or why don't you go ask? you know, your trainer or somebody else. Like I kind of have the whole trainer slash dad and kind of, kind of both sides of everything, you know, off the bike stuff all the way on to on the bike stuff. I feel like if anything, it doesn't add any pressure. I feel like it actually takes the pressure off a little bit because 
I feel like he's helped shortcut a lot of these things for me. Like, you know, obviously the things not to do because, I mean, he he did it. He obviously back in the day did a lot of things that you, you shouldn't have done. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying bad things. I'm just saying like say whether yeah. it's ways to train, how many laps you do, or maybe don't lean back so far in the whoops, or maybe too far forward. Like, there there's a lot of stuff that he's helped shortcut me. Um, and then obviously with him having, you know, the outdoor supercross track, sand track, pit bike track, always riding pit bikes. Like we had, we had the whole compound for so many years that I feel like if it wasn't for him and it wasn't for that, then I don't know where I, where I would be on a motorcycle. I mean, if you want my honest opinion, I don't think I'd be on a motorcycle, motorcycle if it wasn't for him. So, uh, I feel like it, I feel like it's honestly mainly all positive. I mean, there's some negatives cause you know, when, when your team or somebody's not doing something right, you know, the, and a normal person doesn't doesn't know whether it's right or wrong. And you know, he he like I mean, we obviously like to get a little little fired up and you know try to try to get everything figured out how we need to figure it out and uh, just just little stuff. Um, that that would be the only kind of negative. I, I I don't even know how I would what exactly I would I would say it is or. It's just little little things every once in a while that you're like, oh man, that's kind of dumb, like, or man, we shouldn't do that. Like that, I'd say that's the only little negative, but at the same time, it's a positive because, I mean, there's little there's little things that you shouldn't shouldn't be doing. So um, I feel like there's a lot, and then also just him teaching me the way to talk and like also like when I'm talking to like the, the team manager, say scuba or drew the suspension guy or anybody in general, being able to him listen to my words. And if I say something and really it's another way say on the bike, like whether the front's actually too soft and I'm saying it's stiff, like him being there and helping, like, I feel like it's and him being able to know me and know what I'm feeling and, all of that is really, uh, it's just really, honestly, most mostly a positive. So, I love it. Um, on the outdoor side of things, uh, I, I don't know if you're more of a supercross guy or an outdoor guy. Maybe you're split right down the middle. Is there any track on the outdoor series that you are really licking your chops? You're like, I can't wait to go race there, or like maybe you maybe you went one of those races uh, as a kid and you're looking forward to racing it. What what's uh, sort of on your schedule that you're sort of uh, rubbing your hands together, saying I can't wait to go there? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm rubbing my hands, getting ready to go to high point, uh, yes. for, for whatever reason, um, cool, cool story from back in 2020 when COVID hit, um, we didn't know, we didn't know if we were going to go racing. So I went out and bought with my own money, went out and bought a bone stock 125 and didn't even, I don't even know if we did the suspension on it or not, but put, put like a shorty FMF pipe on the back stock stock front exhaust on it and uh and we we, we just loaded up and w- when they said yeah we're gonna do the super regional at high point we're like man, all right let's go race so uh went there and man i loved that track it was it, it just flowed really good i liked the dirt uh and i ended up doing really good i i had only rode that bike for like a week or two and then i ended up winning like five out of six motos i think it was at high point so i i don't know for whatever reason that track just kind of felt like it came to me very easy. So I, I, I like, I like it. I like the Hills uh, and it's just technical too. So like the technical riders can really use their technique to gain that extra speed on everybody else there. 
There you go. Yeah, look, looking forward to you uh, putting in some results at High Point. Uh, last couple of ones I have for you. Um, you. Your grandfather, obviously, he was a moto dad for your old man. Uh, transition, you transitioning into the pros must be a whole lot less stressful for him than uh, it was when your dad was tra- transitioning into the pros. Uh, how cool has it been for you to sort of be able to see uh, your grandfather be able to sort of just take this all in, enjoy it? I actually got to speak with him when you were uh, racing at Loretta's. Uh, he was enjoying himself. Yeah, so uh, my my dad's dad lives down in uh, West Palm Beach, which is probably four, four and a half hours from kind of where where we used to live down in Florida. So right. we uh, – we, he hasn't always been at the track or really watching me. My my mom's dad, my pop. Um, I don't know which one you actually talked to, but um, you're old. My, you're old man's dad. The, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So my mom's dad's actually been. He's been around like because he oh, lives, nice. you know, obviously forty five minutes to an hour from us. So you know, he's he's always been around. He's been the one that kind of takes me to the track, and uh, obviously my my other my pop pop my. My dad's dad, uh, you know, with just little things like advice and uh, when he's at the races, you know, he, he's, uh, man, he's excited, dude. He calls me, calls me every single day and we, uh, we talk, we chop it up. I mean, hey, everything from, you know, dirt bikes to, you know, we'll talk about girls. I mean, really my relationship with my grandparents is super awesome and uh, super happy to have them, have them around. And uh, yeah, they've, they've, uh, they've obviously been a big mentor in my life, even with the racing side, because my dad, you know, was either off racing or he was, you know, say doing classes or he was always doing a whole bunch of stuff. And, uh, they, you know, they would take me riding and obviously them, them being around my, uh, my uncle on my, on my mom's side actually, uh, raced professionally also. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, uh, I, I guess the only, main event i don't know if it's a main event or a night show but he made a night show in detroit and i don't even know what year it is like i couldn't even tell you but um he actually made a supercross night show in uh in detroit a long time ago 125 uh in the 125 class so uh my both both of my grandparents have a have a pretty big background in motocross so uh, they've been a super, super huge help. Oh wow, it's a, it's a whole family. The, the, the fairies and the, what, what's your mom's maiden name? Uh, my mom, uh, Evie. Yeah, what's your, her maiden name, like her last name? Uh, Dean. Dean, okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, that's, so, that's... uh, yeah, my uncle's name was Ryan Dean. Um, okay. he was really good buddies with, uh, Tishner and, um, yeah, that whole crew. Really, the whole, yeah, that whole crew back in the day. And then, um, I mean, he, he even was good buddies with, like, Ricky and all, all those guys back in the day. So, yeah. That's cool, man. All right, last question I have for you. Uh, we can't let you off the Grom report here on Verb Moto without getting some sort of update on Beckett. Uh, what's the deal with the young man? Uh, like, he's been on the bike, off the bike, maybe a little bit, like, less in the, uh, in the shadows as you have been. But, um, yeah, he's a, he's a young up and comer as well. He's, he's kind of making his own way regardless of kind of where that ends up. Uh, let's, let's get a little bit of, uh, some love for the younger brother. Yeah, I mean, dude, Beckett Beckett's awesome. Obviously, every everybody loves Beckett. His uh, his personality is where where it gets everybody. Obviously, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's actually uh, took he, he took a pretty big uh, crash a little little while back and uh, ended up being in the hospital for quite a bit. So he uh, 
he, he just now kind of really is getting back into riding. He uh, he actually did football for a while, and he uh, so he's really into football. Okay. And supposedly he might do he might actually do baseball also. So I think he's still uh, still still trying to figure out what he wants to do. But uh, man, he's been he's actually been ripping the past like probably a couple weeks. The past nice. couple weeks he's been going really fast uh, out of the track. So um, I think his love for racing is coming back for sure. Uh, so we'll. Uh, We'll see. It's kind of unknown. It's kind. Of, it's kind of cool. Something different, though. I mean, going and watching all the football practices and going and watching the games and stuff. It's uh, it, it, it's cool. It's different. It's different. So, um, you know, we'll see. Hey, maybe maybe he'll be an NFL player, or maybe maybe he'll be a professional motocross and supercross racer. We'll see. We don't. Uh, we don't. We don't really know yet. But um, he's a pretty good football player, dude. I tell you what, he can run really fast. So, what, what position does he play? I he dude everything. Okay, uh, just he just uh, roving yeah. out there. Yeah, he mainly I think was um uh what's what's the one next to wide receiver? Uh, uh slot back. No, well, I think it's one over. Uh, tight end. Defensive end. He was Defen- defensive oh, okay, end. he was a defensive end. All right, for like okay, didn't yeah. like he's he's yeah, chasing down the quarterback. Defense. I like it. Yeah, yeah, he uh. I wouldn't say his tackling or anything like that was super awesome, but but he was always super fast. So uh, you know he's I don't know, man. He he must have got the tall jeans because he's already almost as tall as me. So uh, I'm still I'm still waiting to grow someday. So fair enough. Well, uh, being short on a dirt bike is is not usually a detriment. In fact, I kind of sometimes wish that I uh, uh, wasn't as tall and gangly on a bike. Perhaps my shoulders wouldn't come off like they do. But uh, Evan Ferry here on the Verb Moto Grom Report. Uh, thank you so much for making some time, man. Uh, sounds like you were doing some driving and you may have already got, gotten to your destination. So uh, yeah, it's probably a good time to uh, put a cap on this thing. Yeah, man, it was uh, awesome, awesome talking to you, and uh, I'll uh, see, I'll see you guys, see, see you guys in the next one. Excellent. Well, uh, best of luck with your pro debut. Don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're gonna cut things off right there. There you have it. Another ground report in the books. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying all of the Verb Moto Podcast Network episodes, whether it's my shows or uh, Winners Take Y'all, the Vanilla Broadcast, or the Squad Pod. You guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure to support all of the sponsors that you see on our website, as well as if you haven't already registered for the Gypsy 500, uh, get on that, get your team together, and uh, get registered, as well as you can uh, yeah, sign yourself up for World Mini. That's happening April 4th through 9th, and uh, the, the Gypsy 500 is showing up quick. That's, uh, that's March 9th, so uh, get on that, guys. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We'll see you at the next one.